It's Friday, February 21st, 2020, and from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, this is Pennsylvania Legacies. I'm Josh Rollerson. The Circuit Trails Initiative is an ambitious plan to create 800 miles of trail around greater Philadelphia by mid-century. And at the beginning of 2020, the Circuit Trails Initiative has the wind at its back, with dozens of projects either already underway or expected to begin construction this year. The effort is on track to hit its near-term goal of 500 miles by 2025. And what's more, the Circuit just got a huge funding boost. That's thanks to a $10 million allocation in Montgomery County's capital budget for the year. Pair that figure with another $8 million in federal, state, and local grants, and it's clear the region's making a serious investment in trail connectivity. The circuit's biggest booster in Montgomery County is Dr. Valerie Arkush, who chairs the County Board of Commissioners. And she's on the podcast today to talk about why trails are a priority for Monco and how the new funding will move the circuit network closer to completion. Commissioner Arkush, thank you so much for being on Pennsylvania Legacies. Well, I'm very glad to be here. I'm always very happy to talk about our trail system. So are we. Okay, $18 million, $10 million of that from Montgomery County toward trails. Put this number in perspective for me. What does Monco normally spend on parks and recreations and things of this sort? How unusual is this budget item? Well, this particular budget year is a little bit higher than we might typically see. But our parks and trails and historic sites are one of the top priorities here in the county. We currently have about 92 or 3 miles of recreational trails in the county, four historic sites and seven parks, and collectively those receive 2.4 million visitors every year. So this has always been a steady priority for us in the last, I would say, eight years. So uh, why, why is it such an important priority for you? Well, a lot of the work that we do here in the county is guided by our 2040 comprehensive plan, and that plan is built around three themes, which are connected communities, sustainable places, and a vibrant economy. And we find that our trails in particular intersect all three of those goals. So obviously, walking, biking creates sustainability, has very low environmental impact, Um, It helps connect our communities. It helps a lot of the health metrics. Even just getting out and walking, of course, is hugely healthy. But the thing that might not be totally obvious to listeners is how it impacts our economy. And it does that in two ways. One, for residential homeowners, we have found that homes situated along our trails or within just a very short distance to our trails sell for about 10% more than a comparable home further away from the trail. And we're also finding that our business community is particularly interested in locating and expanding businesses near the trail system because much of the workforce that they're hiring wants to be able to bike to work or go out during lunch and take a walk. And they're so focused on this that we often have some of our larger businesses asking if they can build a connection to our trail from their property to our trail, if it's not too far of a distance, because they view it as a recruiting tool. So how will this money be used? I, I understand it goes a lot of different directions. Some of it will end up benefiting the, uh, the vision of the Circuit Trails Initiative. That's correct. So this money is going to several of our biggest trails, uh, 
most of which are part of the circuit or will be part of the circuit. I think one of the ones that will excite an awful lot of people is that there is funding this year for the 422 connector of the Schuylkill River Trail. This will be the last major piece of the Schuylkill River Trail in Montgomery County. So once this is complete, we will be able to go from Center City all the way out to Pottstown on trail. So we're, we're getting there. Um, and in, in this particular year, that money is going for design and engineering. So we won't start construction this year, but we'll hopefully have all the design and engineering costs um, accounted for by the end of the year. So that's pretty exciting. Um, the Cross County Trail is another part of the circuit, and this year we are we have allocated 1.1 million to the Erdenheim section of the Cross County Trail. This will um, connect, will add on to the Cross County Trail, but it will also connect then to the Wissahickon Trail and then over to Forbidden Drive um, and that whole trail system that heads into Philadelphia. So those are two really big ones. Another personal favorite is the Pennypack Trail, which originally ended about half a mile or so from the Bucks County border while we were waiting for Bucks County to get make some progress on the trail that this is going to join. Um, That last section up to Bucks will be completed this year, and Bucks broke ground on their trail in the fall. So by late spring, early summer, uh, you'll be able to ride up the Pennypack Trail and pretty far into Bucks. So we're very excited about that one as well. Well, what would you say, and I know you personally have been closely involved in circuit trails from the beginning, but uh, what, is, what has Montgomery County's role been in the initiative historically, and how does, that, uh, how does this advance that, that role? Well, I think it's very important for the county government to show leadership and prioritization of this work. We have 62 municipalities in Montgomery County, and we have made it very clear that developing this trail system is one of our top priorities. And there's often a lot of skepticism around trails. There's often concern from individuals who've never lived by a trail before uh, but are being told that a trail is going to be you know, near their backyard or you know, just a few feet from their backyard. There's often a lot of concern uh, by residents uh, of, of something new, something different, wondering if it would affect the safety or security of their home. And I think one of the most important roles that we play is helping to educate the public on the fact that just the opposite occurs. As I mentioned earlier, uh, home values almost always go up. And um, to help educate the public around some of the environmental impacts, some of the economic impacts, these things are not always obvious on the surface to people who haven't spent a lot of time studying the impact of these types of capital investments. So our, our role in prioritizing it and obviously funding it and making sure that all of our neighbors understand why we're doing it and how it furthers the vitality and growth of the county is something that I think really only the county government can do when you're talking about a trail system that is the size and scope of a circuit trail. When you talk about doing that sort of awkward dance with with Bucks County and and getting the timing right and and making those connections across county lines, do you think this investment will spur your neighbors to to invest similarly and add momentum to public investment in, in trail funding? 
I sure hope it does. You know, I think that um, taxpayers, by and large, want to know that their tax dollars are being invested wisely. And I think when we actually build these things and people get a chance to get out and use it themselves and see what it's like, they realize what a good investment this is of their hard-earned dollars. And I think that's, you know, that's on us as elected officials to demonstrate to our constituents that this is how we're spending your money and this is what is resulting from it and this is why it's good for our entire community. And just the more of this that we get built, I think it it we have found at least in Montgomery County that it just then increases the desire of places where they're not trails currently to get trails built. So, you know, one of the ways that we've tried to do this very effectively is create our Motco Trail Challenge, and we'll be starting the fifth year of that this year. And this project actually came out of our Health and Human Services Department as a way to get folks out and exercising. And we have a, 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 a goal of having people try to spend some time on 15 of our trails in the county. And every five trails that they um, get out and um, walk or ride or whatever they want to do on the trail, they get a little prize or a little incentive. And we have had well over a 1,000 people participate in the Trail Challenge every year. Not everybody finishes, but it gets people out. It gets people to a different part of the county than they might normally go to as they try to check off all the trails on the list. And um, what we've seen from that is people, particularly people who don't have uh, trails that are close to their neighborhood, going to their local municipal officials and saying, hey, what about us? So I think just letting people see how wonderful these trails are, how be- how much better they feel when they spend some time outside, um, all of that just continues to reinforce how great this system is and increases the support for putting more money into these trails. Well, when you're trying to do that sort of return on investment calculation, and, and I think what's most obvious, certainly if you're out there using the trails, as you said, is just the enhanced quality of life that it will bring to a community. Uh, you mentioned sort of the like ancillary economic and other benefits that kind of go along with that. Um, I, I'm wondering if there are also ways in which, you know, this budget item uh, dovetails with or complements other ways that the county might be looking to spend or save money. Like, for example, do you does it afford opportunities to do other sorts of projects at the same time, like green stormwater infrastructure and that sort of thing? Yes, no question about it. So one of the um, other areas that I think dovetails somewhat nicely with this is our efforts to preserve farmland in Montgomery County. Many people are surprised to learn that we have 30,000 acres of farmland in Monco, and we've been working very hard to get as much of that preserved as possible because these are all family-owned operations, and they are facing enormous financial pressures right now. So we are at we should in 2020 hit 10,000 acres of preserved farmland. So one third of our farmland in the county preserved forever. And at the same time, we're working to help those farmers get their foods to market. We have a really active farm market system that we um, help publicize and promote. So that piece, I think, really dovetails nicely with the trails, particularly as people are out on trails in the more western part of the county, and they get to see. Now, you know, that's part, 
part of what makes our trails so beautiful is that open space and farmland that we're trying to preserve. And then on the flip side, uh, when you're looking really at efforts to reduce the county's carbon footprint, which we are also working on uh, as another priority, obviously walking or biking to work is one way to do that. But this also is very um, um, much part of a bigger effort to reduce our use of other types of energy. And the biggest thing that we've done toward that goal this past year in 2019 was to begin buying all the electricity for our county buildings from a wind-generated source. So each of these things is a piece of helping to preserve our environment and making our community more sustainable. And of course, green infrastructure, you know, stormwater management, all those things are part of it. And stormwater is one of the things that I think almost everybody in the county has experienced problems with. And so when we talk about needing to take steps to reduce the incidence of storms that cause some of these massive problems, you know, it does, it does help people understand how this all fits together. So as as you think about that sort of larger awareness and building that, making these connections for people, so far, uh, what has the reaction been? I know this was pretty well uh, – you got some, some good coverage in, in the local media about this budget. How is it being received by the community? What do residents want to see the county doing in the trail space? So far, so good. I really have not seen any or received any negative comments from constituents. Uh, we do have a very transparent budget process, and so all of this is available to the public before we ever vote on the budget, and uh, we almost never have anybody come to our public sessions on the budget, our public comment sessions, um, unless we're raising taxes, then they come. Right. <laughs> but if, if, if this is all incorporated into a budget that does not lead to an increase in property taxes, we rarely get any comments at all. So... Um, I would say so far so good. I think our advantage here in Montgomery County right now, and and not all of our neighboring counties are quite at this tipping point, but we've reached a point here in the county where our trail infrastructure is of sufficient size and scope that most people in the county, even if they're not, um, you know, right on top of a trail, <clears throat> they're near one. And they really are starting to realize and understand the benefits of having this trail system. But, you know, that takes a certain critical mass to get to that point, right? And I don't think some of our neighbors are quite there yet. And that's when it's really hard because you have to convince people that this is actually worth spending money on. When you look at all the things that are competing for every dollar that we have, you really, I believe, you really do have to have a return on investment that, that you can explain and justify to your taxpayers. And we're at that point pretty easily now. I think others are still getting there. They haven't quite reached that tipping point. So you've had success sort of building this culture. What, I mean, what would you say trails mean to, to Montgomery County residents? And I guess really to you personally, since I know you're an avid trail user. Well, I will tell you that for our residents, uh, in the few we've done a few surveys over the years, and trail our trail system is always ranked in the top three things that people love about Montgomery County. So they they are a really important component to why people choose to live here. 
I think, a very important component to the quality of life here in Montgomery County. And that is true both for our homeowners and increasingly for many of our business owners. For me personally, I just love being out on the trails. I, I love to bike. I like to run. I'm not going to say I love to run, <laughs> but I like to run. Honestly. Um, and so personally, you know, I just love being out there. And uh, I'm a physician by training. And as a physician, I know that the easier that we can make it for people to take steps that will help keep them healthy, then that's a huge win all the way around. And what I like to remind people is that just getting out and walking briskly for 30 minutes, three or four times a week can have a tremendous impact on your cardiac uh, health, your blood pressure, and increasingly there's data on the benefits for mental health. That particularly when you're out on a trail that's maybe in a more wooded area, you know, very calm and, and quiet, and you can hear the birds singing. These things have enormous impacts, much better than medication, frankly, um, in many cases, on people's mental health as well as physical health. So it's just a win all the way around. Well, congratulations on that win, and thanks so much for being on the podcast. Well, you're welcome, and hopefully I can come back in a couple years and tell you about how much more we've built. Looking forward to it. As you may know, the Pennsylvania Environmental Council is one of the 70 organizations and government entities that make up the Circuit Trails community. PEC Executive VP Patrick Starr also serves as Vice Chair of the Circuit Trails Coalition. And he joins us now in both capacities to talk about what the new funding will mean for the effort, both for PEC and for the network at large. Patrick, welcome back to Pennsylvania Legacies. It's great to be here, Josh. Tell me about the Circuit Trails initiative from PEC's perspective. We know this is a broad-based partnership, nonprofits, municipal, county governments, and foundations, all, all of these partners, everybody has a role to play. What's ours? Well, like you said, PEC is all about conservation through cooperation. I could say trails through cooperation and partnership. So um, we play, I'd say, two major roles. Um, one is definitely a leadership role in the Circuit Trails Coalition, uh, which is somewhat akin to what we've done with other regional coalitions of trail groups across the Commonwealth. Here we have about 45 nonprofits and 15 um, county and local governments that are involved. And, you know, I personally serve as one of the vice chairs of the coalition, but we're very much um, advocating for resources to build our circuit trail network um, and basically bringing all the groups along to try to have a, a, a better, quicker build out of the circuit trails, which is a vision for 800 miles. And we only have about 375 of that built. So we have a long way to go. The other way, the other role that we play is we've historically at PEC worked well with local governments. Um, we come to local governments and offer our help to achieve the local community's vision for, you know, improving and protecting the environment in Pennsylvania's communities. So when it comes to trail building, we come to them and say, how can we help you get this trail done? And the way that works, Josh, is that um, sometimes, you know, a given municipality <laughs> You know, they're interested, 
But trails are better when trails are connected. Right. So we sometimes coordinate groups of municipalities, upwards of five to ten municipalities, to work on, say, a 10- or 15-mile trail corridor together, which means that the trail will get done faster and better by working together. This sort of high-level facilitation thing that's like very much PEC's bread and butter, right? There's also uh, a level at which we're doing more kind of granular on the ground work. Yes, in those community. So when I mentioned those trail corridor partnerships where there's multiple municipalities and maybe even one or two uh, nonprofit trail groups as well, um, we may take the lead to um, launch a feasibility study, for instance, that helps you know, take the, the trail from just an idea to more of a, con- a conceptual alignment. And that means PEC may, we may raise the money, we may write the grant proposals for the local communities, we may hire the consultant, we may manage the, the whole process. You know, municipalities are busy, their plates are full. They don't want to set up meetings with nine other municipalities. They just want it to happen. <laughs> And we help make it happen by doing some of the heavy lifting around the trail uh, planning and even the design and ultimately sometimes the fundraising for the trail as well to actually construct it. So, yeah, we can get pretty deep into the weeds with specific trail projects in partnership with municipalities because, again, we never own any trail. We don't own trails. We just help make them happen. So without getting too deep into the weeds, though, I am interested in kind of the highlights from where you sit. What were the big projects in the last few months that have, you know, have taken a big step forward or even been completed? What are you looking forward to in the in the months ahead? Well, in terms of some projects that we've done directly through at PEC, we've had some big successes on a, a very long distance trail corridor It's part of the Delaware and Lehigh Trail that connects from Bristol, Pennsylvania to Whitehaven, Pennsylvania. And in Bucks County, for years, we've been working on what we've referred to as the five gaps. There's really like five and a half. At this point in 2019, we solved two and a half of those gaps. One was solved already. We're down to one gap that we're working on. The upshot of that is that when these are all done, we'll have 50 miles of connected trail from, Pennsylvania, from, from Bristol, Pennsylvania, all the way to eastern Pennsylvania. So it's a very significant improvement to that important trail that is part of the circuit trail network. So this has been very exciting, being at Ribbon Cuttings, um, the one that we hosted this year or this summer for a uh, tunnel under a CSX railroad that had blocked the trail included, you know, our secretary of PennDOT, uh, Leslie Richards, and our secretary of DCNR, Cindy Adams-Dunn. So it was an exciting moment for everyone. Um, looking ahead, I think that it's some of the activities that are um, scheduled by some of our counties are very, very exciting. Uh, Montgomery County is going to build a really important connection on what is called the Chester Valley Trail, but specifically it's going to connect that to the Schuylkill River Trail, and we'll have more than 70 miles of trail connected with this, 
I think it's about a four-mile segment of trail, which will bring these trails all together in Norristown, Pennsylvania. And that's another exciting thing. Trails are also a way to build community. Norristown, Pennsylvania, which is an historic old town on the Schuylkill River, is suddenly going to be one of the region's most important trail hubs with literally thousands of people using the Chester Valley Trail and the Schuylkill River Trail passing through the town, um, especially on busy weekends, thousands. So those are some of the big things coming up. Okay, so I'd, I'd ask you to kind of focus on projects in which Peck has planted a flag of some sort or another. But again, obviously, this is a wide-ranging initiative, covers a lot of ground, literally. Okay, well, I can talk about some Peck Trail projects for this year, too, um, if you'd like. I mean, we are developing a feasibility study on the Tookany Trail, which is located in Cheltenham Township, and that's in partnership with our watershed partner, the TTF Watershed Partnership. And so this is a trail that will follow the Tookany Creek and will connect eventually in one direction into Philadelphia and via the Taconi Creek, and then the other direction would connect into a completely different part of Philadelphia via the Cresheim Trail. So it would make a great loop. So we're advancing that right now. We're also working with a group of communities on the Liberty Bell Trail. That's a case where we have roughly 10 municipalities working on about 12 miles of trail. And, you know, there, it, people might know it as the Lansdale area and uh, the Hat, Hatboro area. So we're really making some great progress there, too. Looking beyond Peck's portfolio, the ones that we're closest to, I know you are a Philadelphian and a cyclist. Wearing that hat, I'm curious what you're most excited about. Looking, you know, across the the whole circuit region, what what are you looking forward to? Well, definitely, I'm most excited about that uh, connection uh, via the Chester Valley Trail to the Schuylkill River Trail because that's going to open up. I mean, I ride out to Norristown regularly. And I can only keep on going right now to Valley Forge. I'll soon be able to make a left turn, and I'll be able to go deep into Chester County on the Chester Valley Trail. So that's really exciting. And uh, I think that another thing would be that this year or maybe early next year, we will solve that final gap on the DNL Trail. And so, again, in Morrisville, Pennsylvania, PEC is helping to make that gap go away. It'll be constructed probably this summer into the fall, maybe a little bit into next year. And that'll be that connection that I was just referring to. So it's really pretty huge. Um, But yeah, definitely that connection on the Chester Valley Trail at Norristown is probably the biggest deal happening in this region. And you alluded to the the goal, the eventual goal of 800 miles when this work is completed. There are also sort of interim uh, benchmarks along the way, and we're coming up on one pretty quickly, trying to hit 500 miles by 2025. Yes, we are. How's that coming? (laughs) Well, you know, we've played a really um, major role in making that not just a kind of a, a, a promise or a pledge, but to turn it into a reality. Um, you know, PEC invested in a um, really great platform for trail planning, and we're calling it the Circuit Trails Pipeline Tool. It's really a project pipeline tool, 
And what we have done is gone out, um, met with counties and cities, municipalities, with our NGO partners as well, and we've been able to identify about 170 miles of trail projects that are in progress, or we call them pipeline. And we're really working hard to make sure those projects are moving forward and that they're going to move forward by 2025. That's really the big picture. It is possible that we're going to get to 500 miles by 2025, but it's only going to happen if we work hard. Uh, We have to do a lot of nudging and pushing (laughs) since we don't own the trails. We don't directly control how they're developed, but by pulling together, by rallying everyone towards that common purpose, everyone knows that we're all working towards 500 miles by 2025. And I think it's inspiring people. I think that even, you know, county employees and city employees who are working on trails, they know that they're part of a team working towards a a, a common goal. And we've had more than 100 municipalities uh, in our region uh, vote by you know at the you know at the board of their elected supervisors or their commissioners or councilmen um, to say that they too want 500 miles by 2025. So we've really made this into a campaign in this area, this region of the state, to get those 500 miles constructed, and we're making good progress. As you know, Montgomery County has just announced a, a major financial commitment to building circuit trails in you know in their part of the area. Do you um, can you give us a sense of how how much closer that investment will get us toward this 500 mile goal by 2025? Well, I think that uh, they're contributing. Their contribution is is pretty huge. Um, let's just say Montgomery County has been a leader from the start. Uh, they're really a model in our region. Their investment uh, and in their system is continual. Um, their goal and their vision is grand. They really want trails in you know, almost all of their communities. And I know that it gives them a lot of satisfaction there that their trails are heavily used by families and residents in Montgomery County, as well as connecting the region. But they're really an important part of the county's um, park system. So I think that their contribution over the next few years could be as much as 10 miles of that. um, It's about 160 or so that we need, 170. So that's a pretty significant contribution. We have have nine counties in the two-state circuit trail system, so... Uh, that 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 goal is distributed amongst the nine counties. Montgomery County is further along than most. <laughs> I think that they're going to be contributing pretty big time to that 2025 goal. Well, it's exciting to watch, and we hope you'll keep us posted. Patrick, thanks for dropping on the podcast. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Patrick Starr is vice chair of the Circuit Trails Coalition and executive vice president of the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. 
Learn all about the Circuit Trails network at circuittrails.org and check out the PEC website for more on our trails and outdoor recreation program. You can find us at PECPA.org. All past episodes of the Pennsylvania Legacies podcast can be found there along with blog posts, videos, information about upcoming events, information on state legislation and regulatory matters that we're watching in the state capitol. All that and more at PECPA.org. Follow us on Twitter at PECPA and connect with us on Facebook too. We'll have more Pennsylvania Legacies conversations ahead in a couple of weeks. Be sure to check back in every other Friday for the latest. Until then, for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson, and thanks for listening.